Welcome back to tonight's intermission report. Merrimack hosting 10th-ranked Providence tonight in Hockey East action. We are actually chatting before the game. Nate Bridges, he's calling the game along with Ryan Johnston on Nesson tonight for television. And, uh, well, first of all, Nate, uh, this matchup tonight, Merrimack taking on Providence. Obviously, the teams have played twice already. Providence winning those games. Uh, Providence putting up some goals. And, in fact, that second game was actually a shootout and a 7-5 to uh, score down in Providence. It's been a couple weeks now since they've played. Uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup tonight? Well, I think it's part of the beauty uh of the uh, 11 team conference in hockey, there are some of these weekends where over two or three weeks you're seeing these teams play two or three times, you know, and I, that's the case uh, coming into this weekend here with uh, with Providence and Merrimack. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Providence, uh, I think they are what everyone thought they would be coming into uh, this weekend and into the season in general. Uh, everybody knew that UMass had a bullet on their on their ch- or a bullseye on their chest with you know the uh, the headlining talent that they have. But uh, I think if you're Coach Lehman, um, and we saw him last weekend at UNH, um, he's impressed with how the team has played, but he's a little reserved on how the team has played. Um, you know, he wants to be able to, you know, step on the throats, if you will, of the opponents. And he feels like there are some points in the games where he's not been able to do that or the team has not been able to do that. So, uh, and then you're looking, of course, at a Merrimack team that's been struggling uh, defensively over the last few weeks. So, um, you know, something's got to break here at some point, especially with some of the young talent that uh, Merrimack has, uh, some of that experience back on the blue line. And you would think at some point that Craig Pantano would uh, step up and uh, play to his true ability that we've seen over the last few seasons. So, uh, fun weekend here um, against these two squads, and I think you, know, you guys would know better than me, but I think uh, Merrimack, the most, uh, Merrimack and Providence, uh, Providence is the most times played, I think, uh, against, uh, for, for Merrimack College, so fun weekend all around, especially with Northeastern tomorrow. Yeah, you know, speaking of which, of course, you know, you, you touched on it, you, you do radio for UNH as well, they played Providence just last weekend, mm-hmm. so, you know, you have that, uh, yeah, the, the advantage of having seen them coming off of those games, it seems like so much, especially in college sports, that, you know, that how a team plays can depend a lot on how they played recently. So, you know, we saw a Providence team a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago or so, uh, that was coming off of two games that they were very frustrated against losing against UMass and they frankly took it out on Merrimack on that weekend. So now Providence is coming off of the two games they played against UNH, two very, very close games where they had to battle it out to get three out of four points. Uh, how do you see their mindset coming into tonight's game? Well, I think that they're a little snake bitten. I think they're a little frustrated as well because the weekend prior they were in Denver. Um, you know, they did muster up a tie against Denver, but they they were beaten game one of that weekend series. So um, I think if you're a Providence, especially with the offense that they have, I think they're expecting a little bit more coming in to last weekend against UNH and especially here tonight. Um, so I, I think that their mindset um, is a little foggy right now, if you will. I think that um, I think they're trying to find themselves here. Um, they've had a struggle in in November. Um, I think they've gone five uh, hundred three and three um, over that stretch. Um, so I think they're trying to find themselves. Uh, but when you have a guy like hockey between the pipes. I mean, he has a breakout game. All of a sudden, it can turn around the whole attitude uh, of this team, especially when they can score. As you guys mentioned, they can score. Um, So if they start to put it all together here, we're going to be looking at a team that can go against uh, not only the top teams in the conference, but the top teams in the nation. Yeah, it's been an interesting year so far in the league. I mean, you look at the teams that are are leading the way right now, and UMass is number one in the country now for the first time this week. Uh, Providence, obviously, and Northeastern, you know, three teams that we've already seen uh, several times. And and one thing that jumps out at me for those 
those three teams is the talent level on the teams is on those three teams you know again th- not three you know typically although Providence and Northeast Northeastern in recent years obviously have been pretty good but UMass joining that club now uh, the talent level is better than it's ever been or as, as good or better than it's ever, ever been for those teams and they're three of the most talented teams in the league and they're the three best teams in the league yeah I think uh, in the conference and, and nationally I think that you know for so many years uh, we talked about facilities facilities bringing in the top tier talent um, and then all of a sudden you went through a few years where you had schools like Union winning a national championship and their facilities are not exactly you know uh, the likes of Boston University or, or what have you um, and now I think that it's the young head coaches that are doing it and uh, you know you have a guy like Nate Lehman over at Providence Norm Bazin over the last few seasons uh, having his success at Lowell um, and now hopefully for you guys here with Scotty Boric you know getting some fresh talent in here um, I think it's been huge for college hockey and, uh, and and even Coach Carvel. I mean I was lucky enough to do a few games for St. Lawrence uh, over the last few seasons uh, UNH went out there uh, two seasons ago and you know himself and Nate Lehman uh, very stoic personalities but for some way shape or form they get uh, the talent to come to them um, and the kids are buying into it so um, I don't know if it's a youth movement I don't know if it's a fresh head coaching movement um, but regardless I think the coaches are the ones getting the job done getting the talent through the door more so than anything else nowadays yeah and that's a good point you know mentioned Scott Bork and I think that's one of the things that people talk about a lot you know and, and of course uh, you know with Nate Lehman last year you know working with Scott Bork the talent that he brought he brought in a lot of these players on this Providence team and you know that seems to be you know, among other things one of the big things he brings to the table at, at Merrimack do you agree with that and and what else do you see, uh, uh, you know, as far as what he brings to the table at Merrimack? Well, uh, Scotty, I mean, he's always been an offensive mindset type of guy. Um, and, you know, whether he was at UNH as the associate for years and, and then going down to Providence, I mean, uh, he was our recruiter at UNH, and uh, obviously he did a great job uh, down at Schneider, down, down in Providence. But he's an offensive-minded guy. Um, he's a very personable guy. Um, so I think that that uh, is what really resonated with, and you guys know better than I would, but really resonated during the search uh, for, for a new head coach here, um, but yeah, I think I think Scotty um, will do a great job here, um, and I think we're seeing it, you know, with the likes of Irvine here. I mean, we know what Tyler's been over the last few seasons, but you know, hopefully, some of the systems that Scotty can put in place, especially on the power play, is going to get this Merrimack team maybe to the next level. Well, before we let you go, you know, we'll see you again in a, certainly a few weeks. So you'll be in town doing the game uh, for Merrimack against Denver, but then after the break for UNH, when Merrimack will go up there to play the Wildcats, uh, give us your thoughts on the Wildcats this year. New look with Mike Souza behind the bench. Well, you guys have a what? have had, uh, what, eight uh, one-goal games uh, this season, uh, tied for second in the country. UNH said ten one-goal games, um, you know, whether it be ties or the one-goal games uh, on the losing end. Yeah, UNH two wins on the year. Um, you know, we were talking, I was talking to John before the game, and, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, we talked about snake-bitten teams, you know, just a few moments ago, and I think UNH is at that point. They just can't pot a goal. Um, they can't finish a game. Uh, they have a t- hard time, you know, finishing that 60-minute contest. Third period, they seem to be slow down a little bit and uh, you know what did Bill Parcells say I mean your, rec- your record is you know you are what you what your record says you are and um, you know with two wins and seven losses and a few ties thrown in yeah it's not great but uh, uh, a lot of the players on the team Patrick Grosso yesterday was talking about how you know they feel like they are this close tightening up the defense a little bit um, you know getting some puck luck once in a while and I know that you know Dick Humilly over the years was never a fan of talking about puck luck but um, sometimes that is what it is and uh, I think from UNH's standpoint they feel like they're close, uh, but unfortunately 
unfortunately, the conference uh, is this year and always has been uh, so competitive. And uh, it's going to be in, it's easier said than done. But uh, we'll see what comes up uh, here coming up after the break. Two against Dartmouth this weekend, then Bentley, and then it's pretty much all hockey east uh, from here on out after that. Well, that's a UNH team that played this Providence team last week and tied them one to one down there, and then lost a very close three to one game. So obviously playing pretty well, getting some good defensive play and good goaltending too. Uh, Nate, thanks a lot for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Have a good call on the game tonight on Nesson, and we'll see you again in a few weeks. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You too, guys. Thanks very much. That's Nate Bridges. He was doing the game tonight on Nesson, uh, uh, doing color work on that broadcast, and we'll be back with more right after this. Merrimack taking on Providence. We're in the intermission break here. This is Warrior Hockey.